When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. episode of the Lakers Fast Break podcast. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our shows. And if you can, please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do anything that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, game source and also the great shows that my guest has to offer including sideline sports dbna television snowman in the morning and the nba carousel it is sincerely appreciated well continuing our outstanding array of shows that are out there that we do in regards to looking at team previews for as many of the nba teams out there as i can get because there's a lot of team podcasters, team fans out there, and team reporters, hopefully, that are willing to tell their side of the story on how their team's going to do this NBA season. And one of those teams is a team that's on the rise. Got a lot of youth in there and an exciting player at the point guard position that hopefully will be a standing foundation for the team for the next decade. And that team is the Charlotte Hornets. And here today to talk about the Charlotte Hornets is a great individual indeed. You got to hear what she's doing today every time you get a chance at Sideline Sports, DBNA Television, again, Snowman in the Morning, and the NBA Carousel. It is a terrific guest, and I'm so happy to have her on. It is Jennifer Matthews Lewis. And Jennifer, great to have you on the program today. Hey, Gerald. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Absolutely. As a Individual who also covers the Celtics and other teams, but as you said and as you indicated before we went on the air, Charlotte's close to the heart. And I'll tell you what, you've got to be excited because this is a team that, after last season, kind of faded in the second half, but first mm-hmm. part of the season with the rise of Lamella Ball and proving to many individuals out there, not to me because I thought he was the best draft choice of all of them and to a lot of other pundits that had LaMelo number one, but he is proving without a doubt that he is going to be a future superstar in this league. If you want to say already, he's a superstar already because he certainly got the team playing at a level above what I thought a lot of other people were thinking at that point in time. So then not only that Charlotte finished the season still in the plan, unfortunately was an early exit, but a lot of people out there are picking them to go ahead and rise a little bit higher this season. 
I know the expectations are starting to weigh in. You're getting a team that's very youth-infused, but also balanced with some veterans out there. You added Kelly Oubre Jr. You've got a little bit more in the center position than you did last year. Kai Jones, which I know Megan from the NBA Carousel is very angry at your team at because she wanted <laughs> for her team, the Spurs. Kai Jones has an excellent future, I think, as someone who's going to catch a lot of lobs, but also do a lot of things all over the place, both offensively and defensively down the road. Tell me your thoughts on the offseason for the Charlotte Hornets and where they could go from here. So here's my one sad thing. I uh, love Cody Zeller. I'm going to miss him on the Hornets. That's my sad thing. Solid player. Um, very solid. Player. Very solid. Very just – he's he gets injured some, but he's not – prone to it and he bounces back rather quickly he's so i'll miss him that being said i am excited about this year everything that i'm hearing is that the hornets are going to make like just even local news and the charlotte observer they're all saying we're going to go far i don't know that we're going to win a championship yet but that's yet to be determined well we did miss out on some big names this offseason that i kind of thought we were going to go for one name I was really torn on, and that's Lonzo Ball, because um, LaMelo has done so great, but I don't know what, like, there was a lot of rumors. I think we were courting him. I don't know if Daddy Ball got too involved, because Daddy Ball and MJ, I, I don't think they would um, mesh well. <laughs> well, then you have opinion. all three balls <laughs> trying to compete on the team, because I know the young, the middle ball, uh, he's not going to start the, on the roster this season. He's on the G. Yeah, he's on the G team. Yeah, the G League team will probably be best for him right now. Although he had some encouraging signs, I thought he was done mm -hmm. after his deal with Detroit, and it was a fail that you failure there. But I thought that he was done as a basketball player here in the NBA. But he kind of gave me hope what I saw in the summer league here in Vegas. Yes. So I'm really encouraged that he could actually develop into a player that long-term can be a, a good contributor to the NBA, but his brother is getting all the news and deservedly so because to see what, how he's developed so quickly, questions about his defense, questions about his offense, they seem for the most part right now to be kind of alleviated. Yeah. And like, honestly, my husband and I were both really torn when we got LaMelo, but he brought fun back to the Hornets we haven't had fun since MKG and Kemba were together. Just to be perfectly candid with you, we've had the solid leadership on the court with like Kemba, Cody, those guys. But watching LaMelo and Miles, man, they're just, they were just fun to watch last year. And uh, like, I don't know, I'm excited to see what that fellowship and that leadership will do. I know that we brought in um, Ish Smith and Kelly Smith. I'm really hoping he can help us out in the point guard position. Um, as long as as a backup, as a backup, he's going to be okay. It's when you ask him to do a starting position, a starting role. That's like they did sometimes at Washington and other stops along his career. That's that's when you get yourself in a little bit of trouble. But as a solid backup, I think he can do the job. One of the things I wanted to ask you is. The fact that from a wing standpoint, I think in today's NBA, wings, 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 wings. You can't have enough wings. And you know what? The Charlotte Correct. Hornets and GM Mitch Kupchak, who didn't leave 
the Lakers on the best of notes. I'll just say that. Uh, <laughs> he didn't leave the Lakers on the best of notes. And people were scratching their heads when he was signed up with, when Michael Jordan signed him up for to be the GM. But he's done a solid job mm -hmm. garnering some wings. Because in this league, you need a lot of wings to go ahead and be as versatile as you can, switching defenses, et cetera, et cetera. And right now, I think what you have with P.J. Washington, you have Gordon Hayward, you have Miles Bridges, you have a lot of 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, wing players that can alternate, switch off, and make things very uncomfortable defensively for other teams. Right, and that'll be a lot of fun to watch and see. Then when that's getting um, both Bugnight and Jones in the draft, well, Jones obviously was the next day, but – you know, they're going to just run alongside Miles Bridges and create some craziness, and it'll just be a blast to watch that. I don't know. I'm actually really excited about this season. I think we're going to do well. I think we're actually going to make it into the playoffs again, go a little further. I will have to see how everything's gelling, like, midseason to, like, ascertain more how we're actually going to do long-term but I do think that the foundation that we have right now is just stellar. And I hope we keep this foundation. Well, I mean, I, I, let me just say this. I think, cause I'm going to hit your thoughts here on mm -hmm. where exactly they will fall in a playoff chase here at the end. Just really good to kind of corner you down on a exact spot. Uh, if I can here in a minute, but I want to talk first about your rookie contingent of Kai Jones, getting him as a, as a, just a seven footer that's going to be all over the place. I'm really excited for mm -hmm. him. James Booknight. If he yes. ends up filling a lot of the promise that a lot of us draft pundits have for him, he could be that player eventually that replaces Terry Rozier in the starting lineup. Be yep. that taller shooting guard that can play off of the mellow. Cause then you have an entire team that's six, 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 seven, Six eight six nine. that's starting lineup right there for you that can really alternate and switch, that can really create havoc. So I think the key to your future is book night. Lamella Ball, I think, is already set in stone as a player that's going to rise. Oh, absolutely. Play, play well. If book night becomes that book end, pardon mm -hmm. the pun, that nah, could I like really it. spell trouble for the rest of the league because if those two become your starting backcourt, You've got size, you've got length, and you've got a lot of ability. If he can hit from the outside consistently, which hopefully will be an improvement from what he did in college, watch out because the Hornets are going anywhere they want. To. Right. Yeah, the Hornets can go really far. I think Buck Knight was a great pick. It kind of surprised me for some reason. Um, there was another player, I don't remember who, that I thought we were going to get instead of him. Then... I know that when we got Kai Jones, I think he'll be around for a while with us. I don't know if he's going to be a lifelong Hornet or not, but I do know he's going to add to our lineup as well. I do think Terry, when we got Terry last year, I don't know why, but he really surprised me with how well he did. But it does give me questions to how the coaching was in Boston. But well, Gary Terry, you know, he, he's produced for Boston and now for you guys, 20 points a game average. I'm not going to question that, but at 6-1, uh, you know, mm -hmm. and the fact that you already got a point guard there in LaMelo Ball. Uh, in the yeah, we're not going to have him forever. Yeah, and you, you, you signed him to an extension, but to me, I don't think he's going to take well if Booknight does dwell and he's going to be put in the starting lineup and you have to ask Rozier to come off the bench. 
You'll probably have to go ahead and make a decision on Rozier at some point in time, whether or not to keep him or trade him or use him as an asset for that. Because of the fact that, again, your future, I think, is a lot depends on Kai Jones and Booknight. If those two mm-hmm. can become your starting shooting guard and your starting center, surrounded with other six, seven, six, and eight individuals right there for you, I mean, that's that could seriously make for a great future for your team. Yeah, that's true. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. I see the potential for basically like another Netflix kind of paradigm shift where here comes this other major player. They have a ton of resources. Apple could change the way that entertainment is consumed. They say it's the only time this year that you'll have stars from each brand battling each other. And we know it's not going to be the case, but they like to say that and more power to them, I guess. Well, it's a big first step bringing all those superheroes together. There were definitely some parts of the movie that I that I really enjoyed. And then there were some parts that I thought just kind of fell short of expectation. Part of it has to be something to do with how it's being promoted. And this is a thing where audiences do not agree with critics. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse, every week on Apple Podcasts. And over a dozen of your favorite streaming and podcasting options. I just, I don't know why I really kind of fell a little bit like in sports love with Terry last year. Oh, he's um, a great story. In fact, I had him on yeah. my fantasy team and he did great for me. Again, 20 points a game, five assists a game, does whatever you can ask him on that. And it's just the fact that it gets to the point where in a matchup in the playoffs, he's 6-1 and it can be exploited if you go ahead on, in a certain defensive matchup. That's true. Yeah, he can be. And we have seen that. So... But yeah, no, I'm actually really stoked about Book Night. Jones, I wasn't as familiar with, so I have been learning more about Jones, to be perfectly candid with you, because there's just so many players in college basketball, and I'm in the Carolinas, so I'll let you pick your poison on who I like. <laughs> but <Of course>. they, <laughs> well, um, yeah, I mean, he had a, showed a lot of potential on Texas. It was an underwhelming Texas team because they had three individuals that were picked in the NBA draft, but... The fact is they mm-hmm. just didn't mesh well together, but very athletic. And if he can hit for the right. three outside, he can be that three and D center that a lot of teams would really covet. Oh, yeah. And, you know, Coach B has done a fantastic job. I think he learned a lot of the lesson, his lessons, obviously, from Pop. Yeah. But, you know, he's also adding his own flair. He's not just doing everything Popovich would do, which, you know, is perfectly fine if he wanted to, because Pop's got his reputation for a reason, but how the lineup's looking to be with our backups, because keep in mind, at the beginning of the season, LaMelo was not a starter. He was backup. That's correct. And he did everything he did as a backup until right before his injury. And still wins rookie of the year. Awesome. Like, that kid has, and I hate to call him a kid, but I'm 40-something. He's 20-something. No, he's 20. So, yes, to me, he's a kid, but he makes okay. a lot more money. <laughs> but he's done an amazing job. Like, honestly, I'm so impressed with everything that they've done that I'm just kind of enjoying the ride right now. And I can't wait to see how far we do go. 
Once again, I'm on with Jennifer Matthews Lewis. You got to go ahead and check out everything that she's doing today. And let me give you a rundown of what she's doing. Sideline Sports, DB&A Television, Snowman in the Morning, and the NBA Carousel. Please check out all the information that she's giving all those great shows out there. But before we head to your thoughts on the Lakers for this season, because I love getting mm-hmm. those outside perspectives, I want, told you I would get you get you centered on a position. If you had to commit today in training camp right now, where you think the Hornets will fall by the end of the season, where you think where do you think they end up? Do you think they end up as a playing team, eight to ten? Do you think maybe getting into the the top five? So where do you think that the team will fall in the Eastern Conference standings? Oh, we'll definitely be a top 10 in the Eastern Conference standings. I'm going to be realistic and say eight. We may go higher than that, but meaning like, you know, six or seven. But I'm going to go with eight because I feel like that's very reasonable, especially with who we have, the talent we have, the coaching staff we have, and the youth. And I think eight's a solid place to be for this season because I don't remember what we ended up at. But I know last season we were primarily eight to ten. I think we're going to be more the six to eight range this year throughout the course. I think we'll make it through the second, third round of the playoffs. Again, I don't think we're going to the championship this year. If we do, I will be very pleasantly surprised. And it would be very apropos for the Charlotte Hornets to bring this QC, which is the Queen City is the Charlotte's nickname, is their first championship since they were our first professional team. Because we can't really include wrestling or NASCAR. so. If you could, there you go. I mean, I'll tell you what, right. those are two hotbeds for both of those. Uh, mm-hmm. I will have to say now entertainment factions is, that I'm very well fond of uh, as I've explained <laughs> over the years. Don't get me started because then we could go another three hours on NASCAR and pro wrestling alone. But yes, uh, I'll just leave it at that. But before we head on out, I want to hear your thoughts on the Lakers because, again, I love hearing those outside perspectives. It really gives me more clarity on what to expect from the Lakers this season. So you've seen what the Lakers have done. They're in training camp right now. They just, mm-hmm. they were so, I guess uh, we're taping this on Wednesday. And this is funny because they just finished their own media day on their own media day. While the other teams had their media day on Monday, they had theirs on Tuesday because, you know, I guess the Lakers feel that they're so special. They got to have their own media day, but, Again, they're in training camp like all the other teams right now, but you saw all the changes that they made to their roster after their first round exit last mm-hmm. season. I can't say last year because this in the well, I mean, years, we've had three seasons within the span of a year. So we really have. And that's, yeah. I will say this that's not fair to any of the players. That's why we saw the increase and in the injuries because when they're, I mean, they're, their bodies aren't normal, right? They're at a higher level, but they're exhausted. So I feel bad for them. On to my take for the Lakers this year. I think you guys are going to go far. I think LeBron will probably need to keep his attitude in check, but I know he's got picked up Malik, then Camelo back. That kind of surprised me. I don't know why. I did not think he was going to leave the Blazers, but whatever. I think you guys are going to go far again. Oh, you've got Malik Bunk, and then I was thinking of uh, Devante um, Kaycock, but you had him last year, no, too. Yeah, Sorry. he had him later. He's now um, on, on a two-way with Brooklyn. Is he really? Yes. I did not know that. Our only, our only two-way right now is Joel Ayayi, as of this recording. 
our other two-way got bumped up to a regular contract. He is, as they called him, or as he calls himself, or as he was called, he was called the Hillbilly Kobe, and that is Austin Reeves out of Oklahoma. He was bumped up to a regular NBA contract and is now the 14th member of the roster. And I'll I'll, I'll leave it with that. I don't think he's going to get much playing time, and I, not, I saw him during the summer league, and I was not that impressed. So I'm hoping that he did something to impress the brass to get that. But I don't see him getting much playing time during the season because there's so much age, there's so much experience, there's so much uh, potential for this roster already. And then you've got, like you said, Malik Monk, who was on your team last mm-hmm. season. And he'll bring gonna, a lot of fun. Yeah, he'll be a lot of fun. He needs to play for a contract. So you know he's motivated because it's only a one-year minimum and he's looking for a nice big fat payday. You've also got Kendrick Nunn, who's also got a one year with an option. So he's looking to go ahead and do well and actually get out of that contract so he can go ahead and become a free agent. So you've got individuals there uh, that are highly motivated to go ahead and produce. But you, what are your thoughts on the Lakers getting this big three together? Russell Westbrook getting traded, you know, <laughs> manipulating the trade, whatever you want to say. Oh, yeah, yeah. Himself over to the Los Angeles Lakers, becoming a part of that triumvirate. What are your thoughts on this new three-player scenario that the Lakers have with Westbrook, AD, and LeBron? Honestly, I can't hate on it because I've always liked the Warriors. I don't know why, like ever since I was a little kid, I've always kind of liked the Warriors and the Warriors kind of started this a couple of years back. So can't hate on it at all. I think Westbrook and AD will be great. I also think um, Rajon, I know that's not the three, but um, I like Rajon Rondo. I don't know why he just, I like him. But (laughs) it's the fact that it's not going to be this. He's not going to be needed as much as he was when the Lakers won their championship. He's going to be needed there more for guidance to be that voice in the locker room. And I think Mm -hmm. his future is as a coach. I'm I'm saying, I don't know anything as far as inside. I just see him. I see the way he talks to his players uh, that the younger players, I see him giving advice and on the sidelines now for the past three, four seasons, even with, with other teams, I see him as a future coach in this league. I just think that's his destiny to me. I think that would be something that he might look into after his playing days are done. So maybe this will help him even further. Yeah, I mean, it's happened before. And I'm sorry I segued off there, but I think AD Westbrook and James, they'll be fine. <laughs> It'll be fun to watch. I hope that you know they are all safe and secure. I think Malik will bring some fun and joyfulness back into that because Malik has always been fun to watch here in Charlotte. Yeah. So I wish him nothing but the best. I don't know. I think you guys are going to have a pretty solid run for it again. But I really do think that you guys will go pretty far. You always do. I mean, when is the last time you guys didn't make a really good run in the playoffs? I don't well, recall, I mean, Gerald. I mean, to be honest with you, last season's uh, debacle uh, after the injuries – this team could have beaten the Phoenix Suns. They were heading oh, yeah. two games to one. The Lakers were only down by one when the mm-hmm. injury happened to AD, and that derailed everything, and that just you know totally just gave Phoenix that advantage, and it turned around from there. But they obviously saw some things that they wanted to change. This is something now with LeBron. You have the championship. You had the first-round loss last season. This is something where they're motivated. They're, they're mm-hmm. a little bit refreshed. They've had some extra time off, so I'm looking for some great things, but how far do you see the Lakers run going? Do you see them going all the way? Do you You're see going back final? to the championship. 
I see really? you guys going back to the championship. Really? I mean, with those three alone, yeah, I could see it. Even above one hundred percent. Oh yeah. Okay. I do. All right. All right. I really do. Our Lakers uh, out there listening obviously love everything that you're saying out there. And no, she's not just saying that. Just no, I'm really not because I don't even like the Lakers that much. No offense, Gerald. No, I don't have a problem with them. But that's what I want to hear. That's what I, yeah. I want to hear your perspective, seeing this from the outside, because people often are able to see things in a clearer fashion than people that are like directly involved or directly interested right. in it. So that's what I'm really happy about and i think again with charlotte i see some really promising things and i see them like you said right in that seven through nine i think mm-hmm. they, barring injury to Lamelo, correct that's the key i see a seven to nine slot right there for you because the east is really loaded this year i think the east is finally yeah. starting to balance with the west for the first time right you see below milwaukee and uh brooklyn i think you see a lot more balance underneath that with the three through ten teams there so I think they're really ready to go ahead and match up. So I will say this, that I'm really happy for where your team is headed. You've got a long future ahead of you of nothing but really good things, I think, in store for the Charlotte Hornets. We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Hey, hoopheads, we all hate ankle sprains, and they happen way too often. Ankle injuries are the number one sports-related injury. Arise is trying to change that. With the iFast, your athletes get preventative protection and full mobility. Athletes no longer need to wear bulky braces that limit performance and give mediocre protection. Anyone playing sports should be using these products. Keep your athletes in the game. Don't wait for them to get hurt to take action. Visit www.arise.com, spelled A-R-Y-S-E, and use the code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off the future of performance. That's A-R-Y-S-E.com with promo code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off. But before we head on out, and thank you again for the kind words and stopping by on the program, but before we head on out, You've got a lot of things you want to go ahead and you know, are part of in part of some great shows. So please, your this is your time. This is the hard sell part of the show that I give okay. all my guests. Go ahead and do the hard sell and tell everybody where you're at and why they should check out all the great stuff that you're doing in the world of sports. So I'm actually here in Charlotte, North Carolina. And yes, I have left the city to move elsewhere in the country, but I was pretty much born and raised here. I'm on NFL Carousel. I have was I'm part of the NBA carousel, which is where we met. I do snowman in the morning and sideline sports as part of sponsors the carousels. So I'm on the NFL carousel, which we will be using stream air tomorrow night. I should be debating a, a Dallas Cowgirls. Oh, I'm sorry, Cowboys fan. And we will be doing the NBA carousel will be picking up here in the near future. I'm also on Snowman in the morning. Then DBNA, I'm not on that, but I'll promote the work because it's got some of the people that I really like a lot that are adjacent to me in the carousels and with Snowman in the morning. So it's a lot of fun. It, it is indeed. But I'll tell you what, you got to check out what she's doing today. Again, all the great stuff that she's doing for Sideline Sports, Snowman in the morning. DBNA television, just and also the NBA carousel. 
Before we end on out, Jennifer, I want to ask one last thing because it's been a major subject that's been talked about since the mm-hmm. NBA training camps have started and the NBA media days and all the announcements. I know the Lakers with LeBron stating in the media day that he's fully vaccinated and he expects all the individual Lakers to be 100% vaccinated and ready to go once the season starts. What is the status of the Charlotte Hornets? I know that there was no major announcements either which way in regards to the players for the Charlotte Hornets. They didn't make a big stink like another individuals and other teams like, you know, obviously who caught the attention to media day, but what's the status of them going forward, starting the, this, season, this season? I'm thinking it's going to be closer to like 95, if not a hundred percent. I really haven't heard. And I say that because Michael Jordan and the city of Charlotte have used Hornets personnel to help like man the line security, things like that for making it one of the mass um, vaccine places to go along with Bank of America Stadium. This Hornets did it. Plus MJ has opened up multiple medical clinics and has been very vocal about getting the vaccine. I'm pretty sure they've done it. I'm trying to look up the numbers right now. I apologize. But, I, yeah, since I haven't heard anything really out from it, it should be at or near the full expected amount to start the season. So I think that's in way good news. I haven't heard. No controversy is a good thing for Charlotte at this point in time when it comes to Exactly. That. Yeah, 90% of our players have been vaccinated. Well, there you go. Um, as of like three weeks ago. Okay, so. well, there you go. It's still some time. Yeah. Still some time to get everybody vaccinated, but that's still a great number. Once again, it is Jennifer Matthews Lewis. You got to check out what she's doing today. Again, DBNA television. You got to go ahead and check it out. Sideline Sports, NBA Carousel, Snowman in the Morning. So many places that you can find her. Go ahead. Any Twitter handles they could go ahead and follow you at? Yes, actually, you can find me on Reddit and on Twitter at Jenna Cheryl. Facebook, you can find me at um, Jen- Jennifer Matthews Lewis. And I do a lot of things there. I have a couple of Panthers pages that I'm either the owner of or um, admin in, like two states, one team. We have hashtag keep pounding nation. We have a couple of others too. And unlimited sports 2.0. So anything Charlotte sports, you got to go ahead and check her out as far as her Twitter and everything that she does. Please go ahead and support her. If you're a Charlotte fan, you love anything Charlotte related in sports. Go ahead and check out what she's doing today. It is Jennifer Matthews Lewis. Jennifer, uh, cannot thank you enough for stopping by. It's been great having you on. Just wanted to thank you again for being part of the show today. Just been tremendous having you on, getting some insight on both Charlotte and the Lakers. Any last thoughts on the way out? Let's go Buzz City and have fun this season with you, Gerald, because the Lakers will be fun to watch. They They really will be. I think they'll be tremendous to watch. I think Russell will probably give them a boost as far as their transition game. And I'm looking forward to that. You are welcome back to come on anytime you want. Just let me know. Give me the high sign. It'll just put you back on anytime you want. Because I'll tell you what, Jennifer, it's been a pleasure having you on. And I look forward to having you stop by once again, whenever you want, right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.